Welcome to the second installment of our series, On the Minds of Millennials, where we talk to young professionals about various personal and cultural topics and how they apply to private equity. I'm Evie Russman. And I'm Mina Tumai. As the conversations surrounding ESG and DEI garner traction, PE firms are being pressured to prioritize diversity, as well as employee well-being. However, research on LGBTQ representation within private equity is still lacking, with the only statistics to contend being US-focused. According to McKinsey data, 5.1% of US women identify as LGBTQ+, as do 3.9% of US men. But their representation in corporate America is even lower than these proportions. This underrepresentation is likely to make LGBTQ professionals feel isolated and uncomfortable about opening up to their colleagues. So we sat down with Christina Dracos, Director at Advent International, and Brandon Donenfeld, Managing Director at KKR who are both members of the LGBTQ community to discuss the challenges they faced and how private equity can help rewrite the narrative. Originally from Cyprus, Dracos moved to the UK for university, after which she began her career at Bank of America as an investment banker. Following this, she moved to Advent International, starting out as an associate. Since starting at Advent, you know, I've been involved in multiple sectors and deals. I spend time in retail and consumer, in business services, uh, in aerospace and defense, and today in healthcare. So, so quite a mix. And today I'm, I'm a director in the healthcare team uh, sitting in the London office where I spend, you know, the majority of my time. Brandon Donenfeld from South Florida began his career as an investment banker at Lazard and now works for KKR. I'm a managing director at KKR, been with the firm now for a little over 10 years, which is crazy to say, time flies. Prior to joining KKR, I was an investment banking analyst. And since my time at KKR, I sit within our client and partner group, which is the group focused on helping service and manage all of our client relationships around the world. I help spearhead our business development and product strategy efforts for two of our businesses. One is our global infrastructure business, and the other are our growth equity strategies. Having a diverse team can generate strong returns. McKinsey data found that companies in the top quartile of gender diversity on executive teams were 25% more likely to experience above average profitability than peer companies in the bottom quartile. And in terms of ethnic and cultural diversity, the research found that companies in the top quartile outperformed those in the bottom by 36% in terms of profitability in 2019. Dracos argues that this idea also applies when it comes to LGBTQ plus diversity. You know, at Advent, we, you know, really passionately believe that an open, inclusive and diverse culture simply creates, you know, better teams and ultimately better investment decisions and returns. We believe success means equality of opportunity for everybody. So, you know, creating an inclusive environment that, that values diversity of background, experience and opinions is really paramount, I would say, to Advent. And these are values that we advocate and promote, uh, not only within Advent, but there's a real effort going on this across our portfolio companies, our boards, uh, and also our advisors. So, you know, pride within that is an important pillar uh, of our diversity, equity, and inclusion strategy. And our objective really at Advent is that everybody comes to work feeling empowered to be their authentic self. So, you know, this is why uh, pride is so important to the firm, I would say. Donnerfeld agrees that creating a welcoming environment for employees from different backgrounds leads to a more productive workspace. This is one of the reasons why pride in promoting diversity is important to KKR. You know, as a firm, you know, we are really big believers that becoming more diverse, more inclusive, those are all strategic priorities for us. 
because we think that people who come from different backgrounds, different perspectives, ultimately help us make better decisions, become better investors. So I think that's simply it, right? When you hire people, when you retain people, when you recruit people from different backgrounds, studies show that it leads to better outcomes, happier employees, better decision-making, the ability to retain employees over longer periods of time. So for KKR, we're just really committed supporting all of our employees around the world and whatever makes them who they are. That to me is the crux of why pride is important to us. We're focused on promoting diversity both within our firm and within our industry. And that's what pride is all about. It's about recognizing the progress that we've all made, you know, for the LGBT plus community around the world, and also recognizing how much more work we have to do. Being a member of the LGBTQ plus community herself, Dracos believes it's important for firms to create the right support networks. And that's why she helped launch Advent's first LGBTQ plus network, Advent Unite. Advent Unite is our affinity group for employees that identify as LGBTQ plus, as well as their allies. Really, the objective of, of setting that up is, you know, we want to ensure that all colleagues, regardless of sexual or gender orientation, are able to flourish professionally by bringing their full and real selves to work every single day. So, you know, we've seen a big change since that sort of initiative has started within Advent of people, you know, becoming more open, feeling like that, that, you know, there is a sort of culture set up and sponsored by the top that, you know, enables that openness. So, you know, I think it's really important initiative. You know, it's only the beginning in terms of what it can achieve, I think, for people in the LGBTQ plus community. Like Dracos, Donnefeld also helped to start the LGBTQ plus network at KKR to inspire others to be their full selves within the workplace. When I joined KKR, joined KKR as an analyst, you know, straight out of investment banking, I was closeted at the time and it was the right time for me to come out of the closet professionally and personally. And when I made that decision to do that, it was really important for me to find my role models, my mentors, my other LGBT colleagues. And that's hard. It's hard when you're, you know, joining a firm, you're new, you're also newly out, again, personally and professionally. You want to find like, who are your LGBT friends in the workplace? And that's really, for me, the, how the Pride Network at KKR started. It was a group of folks at the firm. Some were out professionally, some weren't, who all decided to get together. It was really a grassroots effort. It was a small group of folks who decided to find each other, to find a room to have a conversation about what it means to be LGBT, both at KKR and in the broader alternatives investment space, and to really, you know, help each other figure things out. As Donenfeld highlighted, coming out can be very difficult, especially within a work setting. Dracos argues that this is one of the main challenges of LGBTQ plus professionals. I think really the biggest challenge that comes with being a member of the LGBTQ plus community is, you know, not being able to come out. <laughs> so I think, you know, coming out still carries with it a real shame factor, unfortunately, not only in a personal context, but arguably you know, it is even harder to do in a work context. And I think this inevitably brings with it a lack of conviction in your own identity and brand, which, as we know, has all sorts of negative implications on both performance and ability to form real and lasting relationships, which is obviously 
critical in the world of private equity. So, you know, this is why I think it's so important to create the right culture to facilitate this tough journey for people in the community. And certainly that was the case for me, sort of feeling the culture sort of being as open as it is and so supportive, you know, enabled me to come out and be able to flourish professionally as well as personally. So I can really sort of vouch for that. Having the right support network is critical, says Drakos. I think finding the right people in the organization to support you on your journey, it just becomes easier when you feel you have allies. I've also found that executive coaching also helps, which at Advent, you know, it's something that's supported and facilitated. It's a journey of self-reflection, but I think if you find the right tools and, and people within the organization, I think it becomes easier. It's a process, so it, you know, needs to be one step at a time, I think. Despite having come a long way, both Donenfeld and Drakos agree that the industry has steps to take towards making private equity an even more inclusive space. A lot of progress has obviously been made as it relates to, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, uh, and queer people. But many LGBT people still worry about, you know, revealing their sexuality uh, or gender identity at work. They're worried that there's going to have negative consequences depending on the study, you know, up to or more than a third of all LGBT plus people hide their sexual orientation at work. And, you know, what that ultimately means is people are essentially wasting energy, hiding aspects of their personality, and it doesn't allow them necessarily to feel confident or to progress within any organization if they can't feel like they can bring their full selves to work. You know, being gay is still illegal in over the majority of countries around the world. So I'm super privileged because I get to work at a place like KKR that is really an embassy model for their LGBT plus employees. And we have so many senior role models, mentors, allies in a really large pride network. I am also really fortunate to work in a place like New York City but many LGBT plus people don't have that privilege, whether the culture of their firms might be different or the place they're working is different uh, or whatever, you know, personal situation that they might be in. So for KKR, in an effort to really enhance everything we do around diversity, equity and inclusion, we cultivate partnerships. So we've identified, we've partnered with a number of leading diversity organizations and that's what they help us do. They enhance our diversity practices. They enhance our brand. They enhance our recruiting capabilities because these are going to be firms and organizations that have really deep and wide funnels and networks. So some of the partners that we've leaned on as it relates to our LGBT plus efforts include Out for Undergrad, Out on the Street, uh, Reaching Out, MBA. And we also have a number of partnerships broader than the LGBT plus population, like SEO, the Robert Twigo Foundation, a number of women organizations. So for us at KKR, you know, we have very large DE&I efforts internally uh, at the firm. And we also really lean heavily on third party organizations that help us do everything that we're doing and really help ultimately widen the funnel. You know, at the end of the day, it's really important for us not only to recruit the best talent, but also retain the best talent. And leaning on these third parties can really help us do that to understand best practices as it relates to all things DE and I. Dracos also stresses the importance of having conversations and highlights global LGBTQ plus networks as a good way to do that. You know, there's also various networks 
focusing on building awareness and advocacy for LGBTQ plus members, like a network called Out Investors, um, that I think all private equity firms should consider joining. So I think, you know, there are steps. I think the various initiatives and, and sort of speakers, basically people that have set examples in other industries that can come in and speak and build awareness of, of this topic across private equity. And certainly Advent is taking steps towards that direction and has been for some time. So I would definitely sort of suggest that other private equity firms sort of test these options available to them because the, the benefits to the organization will be massive. Looking forward, Dracos feels optimistic about the progress being made when it comes to LGBTQ plus representation and support in the industry. There's sort of positive steps really across the board. I definitely feel it at Advent and I hope other people feel it as well in their own organizations. I think private equity is, is really now acutely aware right, of the importance of these types of initiatives and are taking steps in the right direction. So I do feel very positively that this will continue to become a much bigger initiative across the private equity world in Europe and, and in the US for sure. And we need to keep trying to put it in the forefront and make it a, you know, very quickly a global initiative across the private equity industry, I would say. But the direction of travel is good. So that makes me feel quite good about it. Speaking of what advice he would give to a younger PE professional starting out in the industry and struggling with being their full self, Donenfeld says that having honest and transparent conversations with firms on inclusivity can help find the best fit. My advice for folks who are starting off in the financial services space is look for the companies, look for the firms that are making bold statements as it relates to diversity, including all things around you know, being LGBT plus in the workplace. So it's not just also bold statements. It's also looking for the subtle signals for the employee resource groups, for the policies and procedures. Look for the firms that are creating the culture of inclusivity. Because ultimately, firms that are inclusive, firms that are more diverse, those are the firms that are going to make the best decisions, whether they are related to investing or otherwise. Those are going to be the winners, for lack of a better term. So if you're starting off your career, look for the firms that skew towards being open, honest, transparent, and creating cultures that are inclusive. Those are going to be the firms that win. So look at the firms who are making those bold statements. Ask people what it's like to be LGBT plus at that organization. Ask to speak to the leaders and members of their pride employee resource group. Ask about the policies at the firm that are relevant to you either today or maybe in the future. Because if firms aren't prepared to answer those questions, if they can't point to the role models, you may want to think you know, long and hard about how that firm is going to create the right culture and atmosphere and environment to make the best decisions. And is that going to be the right firm to start a career in? I think it's really important when you're starting your career to find those firms that are open, honest, the firms that are going to make the best decisions, and those are going to be the firms that are going to have the most diverse set of investment decision makers, the most diverse set of employees, and those are going to lead to the best outcomes you know, for the firm and its stakeholders. That again was Christina Dracos from Advent International and Brandon Donenfeld from KKR. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts or at any of PEI Media's various titles online. I'm Evie Russman. And I'm Mina Tumai. Stay tuned for the third episode of the On the Minds of Millennials series. 
to hear from unique millennial voices about the trends and challenges shaping private equity. See you next time.